I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. How are you? Good. It's been a hot minute since we has. Uh, recorded together. It has. It's been a it's been a wild October. It's been a busy fall. It has, but <laughs> you're done with harvest, right? Yes. We got done I'm right done before Halloween. Harvest, so. so Yeah, good time. Yeah. How are you holding up? How's everybody holding up over there? Good. We are done. Um the weather kind of worked out pretty good for Joey to be able to get done on his days off and stuff like that. So we really didn't have like too many like super late stressful nights, which was nice. Um, we, so yeah, we got the beans and the corn done and then um, Joey just got done chopping stalks last night. So now that that's done, he can do a little fall tillage and yeah, we've got some manure to haul and stuff like that, but for the most part, thing I'm not saying things are slowing down because they never slow down, but harvest is done. <laughs> yeah. How'd everything come out? Was it a good year for you guys? Yeah. Um, gosh, now I can't remember what the final numbers were, but we were, I mean, I think we were technically in a drought, but for the most part, everything looked really good. Um, obviously, not like the best year ever, but thankful for for what we did have I know a lot of people were much worse off with the drought that we had but we just we got like a lot of timely rains and stuff like that so I think that that helped um overall I know like our sweet corn didn't fare too well this year um Mm -hmm. that the way that we planted it didn't work but that's okay like sweet corn is just for us something that we like to eat Whereas all the gray that we sold is keeping us farming. So, yeah, I feel like it was a tough year for sweet corn all across the state. It was crispy. Yeah. At least here it was. We were in, I think we were in a worse drought than you guys were. I think so too. And we, I mean, I bought sweet, well, we had some sweet corn. Like our first um, crop that Joey planted did fairly well and we ate a lot of that. And then I bought it a couple times, but. I don't know. It was, I feel like the ears weren't as big this year, but what you're going to do. Yeah. Interesting, interesting summer. I'm very interested to see what this winter is going to be like. Not that I want to start thinking about it, but. Yeah. I feel like I saw the farmer's almanac. I feel like it, or maybe it was just a, um, maybe it was just um, like a weatherman that was saying that we're not supposed to we're supposed to get like below average snow this year i don't know which is worse like i don't know if i'd rather have cold and no snow or if i would rather have just like a pile of snow and it be like normal cold i don't know (laughs) at least when you have snow it's something pretty to look at but i hate driving in snow yeah that's gonna be interesting for me this year just because i Oh, yeah, you're traveling a lot. Um, I do know, though, that, like, on snow day, well, like, if if the weather's bad, obviously they don't want us out out on the road, um, especially in the little car that I've got. So Mm -hmm. um, those days, like, they're pretty flexible, whether I go to the office or just work from home, which is going to be nice. (laughs) 
We I should mention we have a little guest with us tonight too. If you're not watching on YouTube, <laughs> yeah, Jackson, is, Jackson wanted to join the fun, and him and Amber are just sticking their tongue out at each other. <laughs> He's being so calm and quiet, Em. I'm just enjoying the calmness. It's very nice. Things are not calm and quiet here. It doesn't happen often. I'm I'm not entirely sure what's wrong with him. We're just gonna we're just gonna ride the wave because I know how they come and go. So yeah, he's not even. Yeah, he's like yes, they come and go. I know. Hey, crazy. How are how are the kids all holding up? Is everybody staying healthy for the most part after going back to school? I don't want to jinx it. I don't want. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't talk part, about it. We're doing good. We had like a lingering cough for a while, but nothing too terrible. Um, I have been giving them like I've got this vitamin C, like immune boost booster that I use. Um, so I give. Hi. 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 Special Hi, guest Joey. <laughs> we have um, all the guests tonight. Everyone's here because I didn't lock the door. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I've been doing that. Um, try to remember daily. I take it daily. I, I think it helps. I don't know. but Do you just put it in water for him? Yeah, it's kind of like um, emergency. It's uh, like orange flavored. Doesn't taste bad, so. <gasps> the gang's all here. <laughs> yep, everyone say hi and then bye. Hi. All right, say bye. Mm-mm. Say bye. <laughs> no? Okay. I, um, I think we're going to have to give it like two more years, and we're just going to have a kids-only podcast one <laughs> for an episode. Oh, my gosh. That would be so Just funny. like we did with the husbands. We're just going to put them on screen and then walk away for 45 minutes and see what they come <laughs> up with. <laughs> there would be a lot of awkward silences. Yeah, they'll probably just like open up YouTube and just start watching videos or something. <laughs> Like, I don't know how Porter knows how to do it. He, if I give him my, like, if I have my iPad just laying out, he automatically goes into my notes because I have it locked. And that's one of the only things he can get into is my notes. So he opens that up and he goes to the shapes and just like starts drawing with the shapes and coloring them in and moving them around and changing all the sizes and stuff. It's like, ah, I didn't even know you could do that. How did you figure this out? But it's just like. Every time now, he knows how to do that. It's crazy. Yeah, and I keep it locked. Um, yeah, they can get on, like, camera on mine, which is yes. not great. I should – I wonder if there's a way to take that off. I, I think you can, like, edit your home, like, your home buttons. Because I don't have notes on my phone home thing, so he sits there and just, like, tries to get to it. But all he can get to is my camera and my flashlight, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's how mine is. But so, like, then they go to the camera and take a million pictures. That... Yeah. It's fun. It's fun like, to look, speak of the now. devil. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's going to be our cover art for this for this episode is Sophia's magic. Whatever she's doing. Look at her. Getting, getting the angles. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyways, how are you? How did Harvest go? How did... <laughs> wow you're getting a close-up now you are oh should have done my hair if i knew i was getting a professional photo shoot tonight uh good everything went well um 
harvest was up a lot more than it was last year, which is always a good sign. The crop was was really good, even though it was dry. I think it was ideal for uh, the cranberries to grow. So that was cool. Um, The weather was actually decent too, which doesn't always happen. But this year it was like decent for most of harvest until the final week. We went all the way until the last full week of October. We wanted to get done by Halloween because that was when the snow was coming. So we wrapped up the last full week of October in the rain. I think it stormed two or three days and we got heavy, heavy rain a couple days, but we got it done um, and everything was good. So it was a good year. Crops look good. Numbers look good. Everything was good. So I'm glad to be done. It was fun, but I'm glad to be done. Yeah. I always love watching your harvest videos, but like then when it's cold and rainy, I'm like, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully I have like warm enough gear. So it, it was fine. Like I could just throw my jacket in the dryer when I went home for lunch and it was kind of mostly dry when I had to go back out. So it was, it was fine. It wasn't like I would rather have rain than oh, Winnie's back. You get rid of your kids and mine come in. I would rather have like rain instead of like windy cold. Yeah. Like we usually have wind, wind is, and cold are not fun. Wind like yeah, wind and wind anything. is not fun. Not a fan. So especially for you, like so high up in the air. Yeah. Does it, um does it like sway in the wind? Um, I have jacks that I can put down on okay. my <laughs> machine, so it should be level. it should be if i do my job right um but there's times when like you get huge gusts of winds and you're just like oh gosh i hate that um like hunting in the tree stand yeah it's not like that (laughs) where it's like i mean i have a pretty like sturdy tree but every now and then you just feel like oh and you're like this is i'm gone this is how it ends speaking of hunting speaking of hunting He's got our butthole in the screen, if anyone... <laughs> right, right in my microphone. Um, if I come out with pink eye tomorrow. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know who wants to go first. Your, your picture from this morning was good, but... Yours, I feel like yours is just a true blue bless this mess story. So, let me set the scene. <laughs> it's last weekend, it's whatever... What weekend was that? That wasn't Halloween. That was. I am still giggling. Oh. Yeah, it was Halloween. Yeah, it was like October 29th. 20, yeah. Some, it, whatever. It was the end of October. And the best time to go hunting in Wisconsin is literally Halloween. Like yeah. <laughs> right around so, Halloween. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> we're hunting, obviously, in the woods. Um, but we. It's hard to like sneak away to go hunting first off. It is. With the farm animals and the kids especially. Um, so Joey's mom had the kids. So we snuck off to um, hunt Sunday morning and night. And morning, all I saw were squirrels. So many squirrels. I should have brought a gun with me. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday night rolls around and I'm like sitting and like two hours go by i've seen like nothing besides squirrels and i'm just like also i start getting some action things are getting exciting i had like a little buck chasing a 
um, Fawn and her mom, and that was kind of all, like, really far away from me. Well, then, a little bit later, I had a pretty decent-sized buck chasing a doe. Gotta adjust myself here. Chasing a doe, he was on, like, the logging trail off to the side, so, like, not, they weren't coming by my stand. Um, they were, like, headed down. Grace keeps barking at stuff, and I don't know what she's barking at out there. She's just uh, hyping you up for this story. Apparently. She's like, wow, you're a loser, Mom. Um, so <laughs> this buck is chasing a doe, grunting, like, just what you love to see in the fall, you know? It's like true and, rut. Uh, yeah. And so they kind of, they're moving, like, kind of slow. And I'm like, what am I, like, I might as well try to get him to come this way or what he's gonna run away like whatever so i i don't want to say i grunted at him i don't really know the noises that i make (laughs) i like to say it's a grunt but anyways he wanted nothing to do with it like wouldn't even look at me so i was like cool girl all right well see you later so are you grunting with your mouth or do you have like a grunt call i do have a grunt call but i don't i don't dare (laughs) you something like that um (laughs) So, they're gone, so I thought, and I'm like, well, that was fun, like, oh well. All of a sudden, I see a doe running into the food plot that I'm kind of sitting on the side of. And all of a sudden, I hear grunting, and it is the buck. They must have, I don't know, turned around, decided they needed a snack. You know, it's hard work. It is, it is. The baby making. So, um, she... (laughs) I'm getting to the bad part, and I don't want to. <laughs> um, okay, so she comes in along the side of the food plot. He's following her. Like, this, everything is just textbook gorgeous. Like, I'm like, here we go. Like, I had, I was drawn back before he even came into the food plot so that he wouldn't see me. Like, she didn't even look up at me. Like, it was just, everything was so good. And uh, she, like, kind of went off the trail a little bit. I don't really know why, but whatever. He was still coming up, and I knew that I had to get him stopped before he turned to get back up by her, just because otherwise, like, I wouldn't have a shot. So, he was about 25 yards away. I get him stopped. I shoot. (laughs) What do you think happens the second I shoot? He turns, and I shoot him in the ass. Literally in the butthole. Was it wasn't in the butthole, but y'all. So can you have a picture of it? That's the best. Yeah. Okay. So he. This was like slow motion because sometimes when you shoot, you're like, "Where did I hit him?" You know. Yeah. But this was just. It was all so perfect until it wasn't. And so when I saw it go into his ass, I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So I'm just like pissed because. I obviously don't want to injure a deer and not kill it. Um, and so I was like, "I, what do you do? So I kind of just, I just sat there for about 20 minutes and I was like, wow, I'm an idiot. I texted Joey and he's like, uh, it'll probably be fine if you just like hit it in the flash, like it'll fall out, whatever. I'm like, okay. So I ended up getting out of my tree stand, um, Probably like 20 minutes before dark just because I was like, well, if there is any blood, I'll, I want to follow it now rather than wait till it's dark. 
And I got down. There was blood, so I'm, like, following the trail for a little bit. Um, And then by the time I got dark, I it was, like, getting harder. I didn't have a very good flashlight, so it was getting harder to see the blood. And then I had a heart attack because all of a sudden I heard something, like, very loud behind me. Mind you, we have bear in the woods. Like, they're, I've seen a bear before while I'm hunting, and we haven't had any on camera, but I we, like, know that they're still out there. So I'm, like well, this bear is going to come eat me and then probably go eat my buck. Like, yeah. What are you going to It was just Joey. He, he finally turned a light on so that I could tell what it was. Um, so Joey came up and then as we like trailed it a little bit longer, we got service on our phone. And so we, um, we have cell cams. And so, so the pictures come through on our phone. Um, and so there was a picture on a camera that was, not very far away with this buck walking past with the arrow in his body. <laughs> and um, so Joey's like, well, I guess we don't have to like go through this thick brush. We know where to look. So um, long story short, we we went back up to where that camera was, trailed him for a while. There was like a decent amount of blood. Um, trailed him for a while and then we actually ended up seeing him. It was like in the dark, and so his butt was blue because it. I had a lighted knock, and um, so we saw him, and we could tell that he was still moving. So we were like, "All right, we didn't want to like get him up." Um, so we backed out of there, and then um, we got home really late at night. Thankfully, Joey was he didn't have to work all next that week or whatever. So he was planning on going back up to the woods anyways. So he went back up him and his grandpa tried to look for it for a while. Um, they found out like where he bedded twice. And then after that, there was just no blood. So RIP to my arrow and broadhead. And I hope that he's okay. <laughs> That's like my but... worst that he like died. And we didn't get to harvest him. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, you would have was, had to have like hit a big artery for him to yeah, have bled out. Yeah, and like there was a decent amount of blood, but like obviously a flesh wound could have a lot of blood. So I just feel bad that he's like walking around with an arrow in his ass. Like he's probably getting made fun of. The cackle I cuckled when you sent me that picture. I was, yeah. It, it's like funny, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Went through a roller coaster of emotions. First, I felt bad, like for you, Ooh. and then I laughed because like it was you. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the picture you sent me this morning. So I I, uh, I went hunting yesterday. Last night I sat out in the woods, and it was a beautiful evening. It's like a nice forty five degrees. And um, the stand that I was sitting in, I've been getting a lot of buck action on. I had a fresh scrape that showed up over the weekend right by my stand, which was exciting. On my cameras, I've been seeing like two really big bucks and we don't get a ton of like big bucks out here in the swamp. We get like decent ones, but nothing that's just like record breaking by any means. But there's two that are like, hmm. Okay, you have my attention. You're worthy of a name. So uh, I'm out there last night, and I don't see anything until, like, sunset, which is 
if you're wondering. Very depressing. So I had two little, um, just two little spikes come out and it was so cute watching them. They're eating like off of the little, they're eating acorns and stuff right there. And all of a sudden, like one would just look at the other and just like kind of tilt his head, like fun to fight. <laughs> and so they would just sit there and like fight each other for a couple of seconds, just like playing. I was just like watching toddlers. It was so cute. They're just like so slow and like just having fun and learning. And, um, then they kind of, they were there and then uh, I had a couple of does sprinted from the field and I'm assuming they got chased in by a buck. So I was kind of on alert, kind of like your situation. And they circled behind me and I got busted by one of the does, but the two bucks were still staying there. So I was like, okay. And then uh, probably like five minutes later, I look over and I see a bigger buck coming. I don't see how big he is, but he's like bigger than what's there. And uh, he must have got spooked because he just kind of turned on his heels and left. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's all I really saw yesterday. And then it got dark at 5 o'clock. So I climbed down. And then uh, this morning at 7.30, Dan sends me a text that one of the bucks that was up at my stand, which is like two miles away maybe from our house, is bedded down in one of our cranberry beds, <laughs> like right by my house. <laughs> Like it's it's a beautiful, just like wide, not necessarily like super tall or like but it was like a decent a decent buck. He's got like one really thick horn. Like he was one of the deer that I was like, Oh, you're worthy of a name. That was Chaz. <laughs> and uh he had a dull kidding. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he had a doe bedded down next to him and she looked like she had a good morning. She was just like face down, like just sprawled out. <laughs> and he was just like bedded down, just like chilling, like, sup, dude. <laughs> like, and uh, he, he stayed was, there. Too. Like, he was so cute. Like, he had his ears back, like, he was a little puppy dog, and he gave like the cute, like, it was a, it was a very pretty picture of a deer. And uh, Dan sent that to me, and he's like, your dad wants me to shoot it. I'm like, you are not shooting a deer that's right by our house that's sleeping. That's not that's not how you kill a deer. That's that's lame. Like wait for it to get up and start moving or something. Like slam a door and make it interesting. So he went back out a couple hours later. He stopped at the house and grabbed his bow. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm gonna go get that deer. I'm like, no, you're not. He has a name. You can't shoot it now. Like those eyes just pierce my soul and I'm not going to let you shoot it over here. Wait till it's in the woods. So, um, yeah, apparently I've been sitting in the wrong places. I just need to sit outside my house and not in a tree to get a big buck. So maybe that'll be my plan for tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Go Once far enough I can have, like, have a shoot him in the bark. Yeah, I'll just set Too up. Soon. <laughs> Sorry, just set up uh, FaceTime on my iPad and just keep it on on my phone so I can see him the whole time. It'll be fine, <laughs> right? Yeah, it'll work. Oh, yeah, it'll work. Oh, I don't even think about that. Right. I'm, I'm just well, kidding. I'm not going to do that <laughs> this time. Maybe if I have my life together, I will post the pictures that we are talking about on our Instagram page. Not that it's I want funny. to post mine, should... but I would for 
I would for, for laughs. laughs, I guess. It's it's a petty like. Just feel bad for us and just give us a like on it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So anyway. <laughs> I we wanted to have a little rant today. I mean a chat. I was gonna say about... that was a pretty long rant that we just had. Okay, yeah, that was a rant about hunting. Um, the purpose of this episode was, was um, I don't remember how I worded it. Like, this is where notes would come in handy. But I texted Amber the other day because I just, like, had this thought in my mind um, about, like, how the, like, when people say know your worth in regards to, like, social media content creation and stuff when they say know your worth. I think sometimes it's, like, a load of crap to say that. And that is probably an unpopular opinion, but. Yeah, I have Sorry, you're I have your text. You froze on me, too. I have, I have your text on what you originally said. You said, uh, quote, why know your worth is overused and outdated, an episode that gives people permission to post what they want, work with brands they want, whether it be for product money or free because you actually like the company. Uh, like everyone always says, know your worth. Don't work with brands for not much money. You're ruining it for the rest. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> those are your words, not mine. <laughs> it was very ethical. Okay. It was. It was. It was. At first I read it and I was like, yeah, you're right. But then I thought about it a little bit more. I, I sat and I kind of stood on it. I was like, yeah, that does bother me too because – I feel like social media is just an ad now. Like before, I can't have Winnie on here. This is this is a thing. Uh, I need to get in the zone, and she's not helping. Before social media was fun. Like we've talked about this before. Like social media is just like one big running ad now, especially TikTok. Ever since TikTok, I'm on. I'm being a little bit more active on TikTok, so I can talk about that. But. TikTok is just like one big running ad for TikTok shop. Before it was just like creators sharing what they actually enjoy. Now everything is like, I don't know if you're sharing this because you're getting paid to talk about it or if you're promoting it for yourself, which if you are, that's awesome. But, you know, like in this economy, I can't afford to just like, I don't trust you as much as I used to. Like if someone, an like an influencer is saying like, oh, I started drinking this and it makes me feel good, like these electrolytes or whatever, and I try them because I'm like, well, I trust you because I've been following you for so long. Like that that connection is just gone. It's all just so salesy and it's, and it's frustrating because like, of course, I would love to work with a brand and get that I love and get paid a bunch of money while promoting the littlest thing for them. Like, like for me, okay, for me personally, I don't work with a ton of brands unless I genuinely use them in my everyday life, whereas a lot of people don't do that anymore. It's all just like a money grab situation, which that's the case. You do that. But for me, like I work with Carhartt and they don't pay me at all. I just showed up wearing gear and I was tagging them in posts. They saw that. They reached out to me and said, hey, let's work together we'll send you some stuff you don't have to post if you don't want. You just keep wearing it in your everyday life. Make it authentic. I'm like, deal. Let's do that. Then every once in a while, they'll reach out. Like, 
I should have a reel coming out on the women's car heart page pretty soon that I took during harvest. I'm like, here's what I do in a day. This is what I wear. This is why I wear this gear for this kind of situation, that kind of thing. But it's, it's because I like, I like it. It's not because it's a cash grab situation. I've had uh, brands reach out to me like, Hey, do you want to do this in exchange for, you know, this, I'm a small, I'm a small brand. I can offer you a code and you get like 10% of anybody that buys with your code. And it's like, yes, absolutely. You're a small business. I like what you stand for. Let's do that. Like, it's not a money grab situation for me. I think what you're doing is awesome. You're a small brand. I am a small brand. Let's work together because our, our part of a small brand to, to yeah. even be able to afford to do that. Like the cost of everything and like just trying to stay afloat, like those small brands are, they're putting themselves out there by one, giving you product, um, two, hoping that you, you advertise it or at least like show that you got it. And then, you know, to, to do an affiliate situation too, like mm-hmm. that's a lot for them. And I, I, I don't know. I just, like you said, I think the authenticity of, I don't want to say influencers, but like people on social media, it's kind of hit and miss now. Like I don't trust as many people as I did. And like even people that I like used to, it just seems like inauthentic now. And I think if you're like doing it full time and like stuff like that, I get it. Like you obviously need money to, to be able to do it. Um, I don't know. I'm just not inclined to purchase things that they, that they share. Like, I feel, I mean, it is, it's an overbuying economy right now. Like people are buying stuff just to have stuff. Like it doesn't necessarily have to have meaning, which if you have that kind of money and like that mindset, that's, that's your choice, your decision. But like, I know for me and for a lot of my followers, I think that's not necessarily the situation that a lot of us are in. So I don't want to just promote stuff either to like, again, make a quick buck and and then that just gives you another thing to have and not necessarily use or enjoy either. So I don't know. That's something that I also think about too is if like, the product would fit well with my followers, not necessarily me. Like it could be the best thing for me, but if it's so niche, (laughs) I don't think a lot of people um, would, would find use out of it too. That's another deal breaker. I don't know. Like it's, it's, I would much rather help a smaller brand than do like a big cash grab situation. But if the two align where it's a cash grab and it like works well, then great. But that's a very rare (laughs) If um, if you do that, I feel like for, I mean, I feel like for either of us, like if you, you are always like tagging brands, you're, I mean, we're both kind of loyal to certain brands and stuff like that. So like, I feel like it wouldn't be weird, but if you, I don't even, I can't even think, if you're like never wear a certain brand and then all of a sudden that's like all you're promoting, it's like, have you really tried it or did they just give you a lot of money to try it and say that you like it. Like, it's just, it's hard. And I think too, the mentality of like, um, when people are like, oh, if you're doing things for free or for like cheap, you're ruining it for the rest of the people because like brands have money, they should be paying us, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, maybe certain brands 
yes, but, like, at the same time, if, I'm just, I'm trying to think, like, I was sent a a bag of, um, like, chicken treats over the summer. They were just like, hey, do you want to, like, try these out? And all you have to do is post it to your story or whatever. I'm like, sure. Like, that's one less mm-hmm. thing I have to go out and buy for my chickens. Like, are they, they were a bigger brand. Like, I'm sure they could have paid me. I'm sure it was in the budget, but I, it's not, it's not like it takes a whole production to go out and take a video of me feeding my chickens. Like, yeah. I mean, I think like, too that the type of qual- the type of content you create makes a difference. Like if you're like booking a photographer to do this kind of stuff and like whatever, then obviously, yeah, you should be paid more. But at the same time, that's not the kind of like ads that I want to see. Like I just I like the authentic, like real life, taken with a camera phone, like not picture perfect kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Like um, tomorrow, I'm actually working. I'm doing a, a brand deal that I'm really excited about. I'm going down to I, – I don't know if I can talk about it too much, but I'm really excited. You should see it by the end of the week, actually. So it's a quick turnaround. Um, but it it just so happened that it aligned with cranberries and a product that I enjoy. So I'm excited to, to do that. Um, but – Again, it kind of aligns with everything I'm doing. Like I'm doing like a, a a recipe thing on my page right now, and it's just like falling in place perfectly with with that. I think it's going to be a good segue into everything too. So it's all about I don't know. Like for me anyway, like my thought process is like how can I tie this in with my everyday content versus just making it like an, a blatant ad like out of nowhere, <laughs> like um, like oh. I don't, I don't show um, Porter on my social media, but oh, this kid's company reached out to me and now all of a sudden I'm going to be showing him more on my, my feed just for that ad. Like that doesn't, that doesn't jive with my beliefs. So I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I get it It, because another big thing too is like when Instagram took away bonuses for creators. Heard it's coming back. I did too, but it's a test. I don't know how many people it's going to be open up to. So if if you're not like a creator on Instagram and you don't know what happened, so like you can create um, a creator or a business account on Instagram or a personal account. And if you're a creator and you're making reels, you would get paid based off of the views that you got off of your reels. And at the end of the month or whatever, after after 30 days, Instagram or Meta would send you um, a, a, they would send you money <laughs> based off of how many views and, and like your engagement on your on your reel. So that was their way of encouraging creators to pump out the the reels, and that's kind of why you're like seeing the transition in so many ways that creators are posting content or not posting content as they took away the incentive of that payment. So Meta isn't paying creators for creating the only way that you can get paid from Instagram is if I if you do like brand deals or I don't know I feel like there's another way I think it's just like subscriptions or oh yeah with subscriptions or whatever Um, go live and get badges I never really understood that yeah like like you would get paid from your from your followers or through which that was the only way so I think that's why so many people were really pushing TikTok 
uh, creating on TikTok in in YouTube videos. I think that's why there's such a big surplus because they have that locked down in a sense um, of how they monetize their videos and how they can pay their creators for using their platform. And now they just the the creator of Instagram or whatever came out today and said that they were still doing it in Japan and the UK, I think, and now they're going to be bringing it back into the US and like target audiences or something. So um, that'll be interesting. I wonder if that will change engagement again, because I feel like engagement has tanked (laughs) since the start of the year when they took this away. Oddly enough, I, well, okay, I have mixed feelings about the bonuses. I did it because the way I saw it, like, I, I would make like $100 a month, but that uh, that's a lot of money. That's $100. I mean, yeah, to put toward groceries or diapers or whatever. Um, and I feel like when I started using them, my engagement went down, but I just, I was like, whatever, like, I'm still want to make some money just to help with expenses and stuff. Um where was I going with this? Oh, but like my engagement has been so terrible lately, but I had um one reel that I posted like a week ago and all of a sudden it's like, I don't want to say it's going viral, but it's got like over 500,000 views now. And it's like, it took me two seconds to make and I'm like... Doesn't that make you crazy? Yeah, I've been struggling <laughs> like so much with just like I don't know. I feel like I just don't have creativity because, like, you work so hard on stuff and then it just doesn't do anything. You're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but yeah, that one and it just kind of blew up. And I'm like, how? It, like, I, I wish I understood it, but I do hope that reels come back because I think for like a lot of the smaller people too, it was just it was kind of fun to um, encourage more creativity and stuff. Like, some people probably abused it with the amount of reels that they put out. Like you still have to remember that quality is better than quantity, but, um, I think too, like it's, it makes it a little bit better. I, Cause it's like another way to make money without having to like advertise something like, yeah, you can just get back to like the real life sharing without throwing ads in people's faces. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, uh, I saw something where it was, where they were talking about like big influencers, like, Kylie Jenner's of the world and how um she's able to start all these different businesses to try to stay relevant because like her job is being an influencer like if you if you break it down and the only way she can stay relevant is by coming up with like new businesses cuz so I think Kylie Cosmetics just went bankrupt I think like I think yeah, I think it went belly up because she sold it and now I think it's bankrupt. So because of that, she's trying to like mask that by creating this clothing line that she ripped off from like a smaller designer and she's opening like this clothing brand company. So she's like, I feel like the Kardashian empire is crashing down fast because people are just not buying into that type of persona anymore. So I feel like those larger quote-unquote influencers that ran the world for so long are like crashing down into like that like Alex Earl is going to be the new Kardashian era like those more relatable down-to-earth like faces are going to be the new the new marketing trend instead of the celebrities so well I saw um there's been some 
drama with the D'Amelio, is that how you say it, family? Oh, yeah. Um, but that makes sense. Like, they they had, like, a footwear line that everyone said that they ripped off. And, like, now they have popcorn in Walmart. And they just have, like, so many weird things going on. But that makes sense. Like, they're just, they don't want all their eggs in one basket. They're trying to, like, I don't know. But a lot yeah, of people got it's all about trying to be thing because they were um they were cosplaying Walmart employees is what what people are saying because they like dressed up as Walmart employees to check out the popcorn. Ugh. I don't it's know. all about being relevant and yeah. and creating, you know, controversy or whatever. Any way to get people talking about you and and googling you and, you know. Yeah. Anyway. So all that to say, I feel like do what makes you feel good. If you want to work with a brand that is going to send you a t-shirt and and you really like it and you want to promote that brand, I don't think anyone should feel guilty about that. Like you shouldn't, I don't know, I got sucked up onto this website. It was um, uh, F-U Pay Me, but like with the, okay, well, it's a website and it's like uh, they want creators to go on there and basically like write the brands what you had to do for them and then how much they paid you and it was like a way for them to i I don't know if you want to say keep brands accountable i guess like to see what everyone else was making and while the the concept is really cool i just it was kind of icky to me because i'm like and not everyone is the same like even if you have a million followers your engagement could suck mm-hmm. like and i i just think there's too much that goes into it so i I feel like, yeah, maybe brands are ripping or like, I don't want to say ripping me off, but like, you know, like, yeah, maybe they're making out better than, than I am when I work with a brand or like share a product or whatever. But at the same time, if I like it, I don't really care. Like if other people think that I'm not being paid more, I just, I feel like you should do what makes you feel comfortable and share things that you actually use and like stay true to your authentic self however you choose to do that yeah and and i think it's too like knowing your worth is one thing but like feeling good about it too is another big thing like again going back to small business if a small business wants to send you something to try for free and if you post about it or not that's that's totally up to you but that small business is trusting you like they're investing in you by sending you a free product or something. So like, don't take that for granted either. They're going out on a limb hoping that you're going to help them in return. And like, that's, that's just what being a decent human is, is all about is just helping, helping each other out. And if you get paid, great. And if not, that's fine too. Like you don't, it's not all about money all the time. Just, just do what makes you happy and help, help people out. Just be a decent human. There. Does that tie things up? <laughs> yeah. Episode over, you guys. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, I think that sums it up. Um, before we let everyone go, maybe just a little reminder. If you guys haven't let us left us a rating and review, we'd love for you to do that. Kind of keeps us relevant in the podcast world that I don't want to say is like oversaturated, but there's a <laughs> lot of relevancy. <laughs> And helping the smaller guy out. We are the smaller guys. Help us out, please. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes I wonder, like I was texting Amber this the other day, like, should we try to like find a network or like, 
do we join do we like find someone to to work with us but then you have to pay them and like not that we're cheap again we're not getting paid a lot on social media so we don't have that extra yeah we can't just throw money around we're we're farmers (laughs) help us we're poor (laughs) um yeah i'm back okay so anyways if you want to leave us a rating to review we'd really appreciate it just to make us smile make our hearts warm and fuzzy because we do love podcasting even though we don't make anything from it um it's really fun to interview the people that we do and like have a little chat every week or every couple weeks every month whenever we finally get the when we have time if you haven't done that yet, go ahead and do that. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Forward Farming Podcast. You can follow Amber at Cranberry Chats, and I am over at Becca Hilby on all the things. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.